Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae is returning record amounts of money to Mississippians, whether it's through the College and Career Savings Program or the millions in unclaimed money awaiting your claim. Treasurer David McRae says get your application and claims today. Treasury.ms.gov. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky on this Trash Can Friday. Now, here's an idea to get you started, actually. Trash Can Friday is actually a pretty cool thing. I remember being a student, waking up on game day, driving the or, or the day before the game, driving to class and seeing all of those and, and the the feeling that football's here. It was a cool thing. There, you got to come up with a new name for that. That feeling, that image of the grove with the red and blue dots scattered through it, basically, you got to come up with something cooler than Trash Can Friday. That's just an idea. I don't know. Either way, one day away from football in Oxford. By the way, the weather is looking better and better. I hope it holds off. It went from a 60% chance on Monday down to like a 30% chance. I hope that doesn't keep you home because – there's a lot of interesting stuff with this team. I've had a few conversations with some friends lately about, you know, should I go, should I not go, that kind of stuff. And I tell them to go. I say, I mean, you're breaking in a new quarterback. Zach Evans will be, knock on wood, if he stays healthy, he will be on your sidelines for one year. Then he's off to the NFL. Go watch him play as many times as you can. There is so much fun and interesting about this program right now. If you can go, go. You should go and watch them in person. And if you don't have tickets yet, they're relatively cheap on the secondary markets. That's kind of the nature of the beast now. You can go to the Alabama game. They're playing Utah State. So a similar profile game to Troy for like $7. You can get into Bryant-Denny this weekend for for that. So um, if you had the chance, just free advice from somebody that you've never met, uh, I would encourage you to go. Because this is as exciting of a program that that you've ever had. I, I, well, I say ever. That's not true. Eli Manning was your quarterback at one point, and he won a couple of Super Bowls. Since I've lived in Mississippi, twelve years, going on thirteen, or working on thirteen, this is the most exciting your program has ever been, top to bottom. Most exciting it's ever been. Go embrace it. Enjoy it. It's college football. It's everything you love. You got the Grove. The weather should be nice. Your team's going to win by a lot. Probably they should. And we'll talk about that more tomorrow night after the game, obviously. But go enjoy yourself. I would encourage you to do it. Tickets are cheap. Go have fun and uh, watch what is possibly a really exciting football team play. So, again, I'm Michael Borky. I'm fired up. I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm fired up. Great night of football last night. Got my juices flowing a little bit for what's to come on Saturday. Uh, please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. Follow on Twitter, like my Facebook page, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, I will be live Saturday night. So if you don't feel like watching live, when the game ends tomorrow, you will have another a, a post-game reaction edition of this right here. And then I will be going live late, late, late Saturday night after all the games end to just do a live back and forth. So I will be doing content all day tomorrow and uh, hope you'll join me for at least some of it. So subscribe to this podcast feed. If you don't, if you don't, you should. Just pull up your phone, search Rebel Report, hit subscribe, 
there. A couple of things. First, there there was a uniform drop that I want to talk about with you, and then some final thoughts into the game, things that I am looking forward to seeing from Ole Miss tomorrow. Because it is Troy, after all. Um, and what's... I, I hesitate to talk like this so much about Troy because they they do have a chance to give Ole Miss some fits. John Summerall is a good coach. Lane Kiffin very clearly, very clearly respects John Summerall. Uh, Troy has gone on the road in the SEC West and beaten a team that is supposed to be better than them in recent history. Hello, LSU. Now, Ed Orgeron is not Lane Kiffin, and Lane Kiffin is not Ed Orgeron, so that leads you to believe it won't be the case here. But... Um, so, so I hate to gloss over the opponent the way I am right now. I, I, I frankly don't like my tone about Troy, but it's just reality. This is a game that you should win, uh, that, that Ole Miss should win, and, and win comfortably. So things that I am looking for beyond just a win or a loss, things that I'll be watching on Saturday, um, I would give you like keys to the game, but again, it feels kind of weird when you're talking about Troy. I'll save those for like Kentucky and the SEC games. But I'll start with uniforms. A new helmet dropped yesterday. Got some people talking. It's a white helmet. It's uh, new to Ole Miss. It's a white helmet with a blue middle stripe down the middle of the helmet with red smaller stripes down the side on either side of the blue main stripe. And a new logo and uh, a blue script Ole Miss with a red outline. If you haven't seen it, it's on Ole Miss's Twitter and Facebook page. Um, so blue script will miss with red outline on a white helmet with the blue tops and the plain white pants. I do wish they would do a little something with the white pants, but new uniform. And everybody's talking about that. Of course. Um, here's where I stand on this for whatever it's worth to you. Here's where I stand on this. Um, I don't love these. They're fine. I think it's a fine look like Ole Miss has great colors, red, white, and blue, the colors of our great country. It's a great color scheme, right? Red, white, and blue. It's really hard to screw that up. So the colors look nice. It's clean. There's very little extra. It's still very much Ole Miss. It's the script. It's It looks nice. It's a nice look. It's not my favorite, but it's fine. But I do, when people get upset about this, why screw up traditionally great uniforms and stuff like that? And here's what I say to those people. If you're one of those that hates this look, that doesn't like it, here's what I'll say. One, they're doing this tastefully. I like the way they are doing these alternate uniforms for Ole Miss. It's different colors. It's different. It's new. But it's still very much the same bones, if you will, the same uh, framing. That is still an Ole Miss uniform. The colors have just been adjusted. Some. So they're not going wild with this. It's not tacky. It's still very tasteful. It's just the colors uh, have been adjusted. And yes, I agree that traditionally Ole Miss has phenomenal uniforms and you don't really have to mess with them that much. I agree. But at least it's tastefully done. This isn't tacky like what Maryland has done with their helmets with like the airbrushed look and stuff. No, it's still very tasteful. It's still very, it's clean. It's a very clean look. But second of all, the players love this stuff, and the recruits like this stuff. And not a single recruit has ever picked a school because of alternate uniforms. But it keeps you relevant. It keeps the new, shiny, interesting stuff, the people that actually wear the uniforms and the people you're trying to get to wear the uniforms, like 
stuff like this. They like the changes. They like the adjustments, the new thing. They love this. And so it's tastefully done. The recruits and the players like it. And at the end of the day, I do agree that Ole Miss has very nice, traditional, recognizable-looking uniforms. But what I always say to people is if Ohio State, with the iconic helmet, with the Buckeye leaves, and their, what, eight national championships, one of the top five, I would argue top three programs in all of college football, if they're not too good to do some uniform alterations and changes in special uniforms for certain games and stuff, then you're not too good for it either. I understand Alabama doesn't do it. That's fine. You're not Alabama. I understand Penn State doesn't do it. Well, Penn State's uniforms are boring as hell. I like what they're doing here. Uh, that's just my opinion. You don't have to agree to it, but I think this is tasteful. It's changes, but not extreme. It's a fine look. This isn't my favorite one. I like the Sugar Bowl helmet better than this one, but it's good. It's to- it's totally fine. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I, I think it's a, a pretty good look. Not my favorite, but it's a pretty good look. So there's uniform talk on your uh, on your Friday. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University. If you're going to be cooking this weekend, if you're going to be cooking at all, you got to go to LBs just across from Kroger and University. It is the best place in this state to get your meat. When you go, tell Greg or any of the good people there that I sent you, they'll hook you up. It is, uh, I mean, it, it's just quality stuff. I live in the Jackson area and there's nothing like LBs around here at all. Like, I'm insanely jealous that I can't just go there whenever I want. Feel lucky if you live in the area. Go to LB's just across from Kroger. Greg and the good people there, again, uh, tell them I sent you, but they are big supporters of Ole Miss sports. If you don't feel like cooking, they've got lunch specials Monday through Friday just across from Kroger on University. And podcast is also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website if you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi and you are in the market for office technology, anything, office tech. So copiers and printers, mail machines, cloud storage, data security, phone systems. If it's tech, if it's in the office and you are in this state, absms.com is the website. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So they'll come out. uh, You tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll give you an assessment on me. Just tell them I sent you absms.com. All right, here's a couple of things that I'll be watching for uh, this weekend when Ole Miss takes on Troy. One, for what it's worth, I've got stake in this one, Ole Miss minus 22. So I expect Ole Miss to win and to win comfortably. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little dicey early because, again, Lane Kiffin appears to have great respect for John Sumrall and his coaching prowess. Troy apparently is going to be pretty salty defensively for their level this year. Wouldn't be surprised if breaking in a new quarterback, breaking in a new offensive coordinator, breaking in a new defensive coordinator, a lot of new and moving parts that haven't played a whole lot of football together. Wouldn't be surprised if it's not perfect early. Like, I wouldn't freak out about that if if it's off to a slow start. I understand that. There's a lot of new pieces, a lot of moving parts, a lot of new faces, all that stuff. Uh, but I do expect Ole Miss to win and win rather comfortably. So here's a few things that I will be watching for. And number one is obviously the quarterback position. That's the quarterback spot. Who the quarterback is and and how they look. Because it's Troy. 
they should be better than Troy. But most importantly to me, if it is Jackson Dart, and that's what I anticipate, I don't know that for sure. That's what I anticipate to start the game. I could be wrong. I will happily admit Saturday uh, that I am wrong, if, if in fact I am. But I anticipate it to be Jackson Dart. But either, whichever one it is, um, they don't have to do too much in this game or many games that they play. Eventually, they're going to have to take risks and, and try to maximize every possession and things like that, but not this week. I am curious to see what the young quarterback looks like in a game that they don't have to go out and win. Are you making smart throws? Are you being safe? Are you protecting the football? This is an important first game for a young quarterback because there will be growing pains. Regardless of which guy wins this job, there are going to be growing pains. There are going to be growing pains. They might, and I say might, they're one of these, whichever one is the starter, is going to lose a game for you this year. It's going to happen. They are 19-year-old quarterbacks. They're young quarterbacks, first-time starters for Ole Miss anyway. I know Dart has a few starts at Southern Cal. But first-time starters for your team, they're 19 years old. They're going to lose a game this year. They're going to make mistakes at some point this year that is costly for their team. That's growing pains breaking in a young quarterback. But this is a, a big first step in showing that they are capable of not making dumb decisions because especially in this game, they don't have to. So who it is, how comfortable do they look, how in command do they look, and are they making smart decisions for an entire game? Because they don't have to take risks in this one. So that's the first thing I'm looking for. Will the young quarterbacks be comfortable? Will they um, play mistake-free football? That's the first thing I'm looking for, and that's the obvious. The second is offensive line. They've drawn a lot of plays uh, – plays praise from experts like Cole Kublik has said that they're one of the best offensive lines in the SEC I'm fascinated to see uh, especially uh, Jaden Williams the redshirt freshman the great evaluation from this staff I mean he's come in took a redshirt year and is now battling veterans for a starting spot uh, what he looks like how they do some rotational things how many guys they're comfortable playing when the game is still in doubt on the offensive line you need depth there the starting five appears to be quite good. How deep are they? Because that will determine how successful they are uh, this season. Wide receivers, uh, I mean, here, we can just go through all the positions. I won't do that. I'm just kidding. But um, wide receivers, who the go-to guys are, how they look, how comfortable they look. Is Flash Robinson truly healthy? How do they use him in this offense? And who besides Mingo is going to step up? Will it be Flash Robinson? Will it be Malik Keith? Who in that receiver group is going to be dependable and reliable? Because last year, when Sanders and Drummond got, and Mingo got hurt, behind them was nothing. Useless, almost. That's what it felt like. I'd, being a little harsh, but it's true. It's There was a significant drop-off from the ones to twos. Will this year's team look the same? This will be a, a good first indicator of that. Are they getting separation? Are they catching the football? That uh, That kind of thing. Another thing I'm looking at is linebacker. Um, I think we are pretty certain about defensive line. I think we're pretty certain about the secondary. Now, there's got to be some meshing done with, like, Aishim Young, for example. How does he mesh in the new system? Uh, how does uh, Troy Brown, although he's not in the secondary, but you get my point. How does he mesh? Ladarius Tennyson, um, those kind of guys. But I think the secondary is pretty you should have a baseline expectation that they will meet. It's linebacker, though. Is Troy Brown comfortable in his new system and his new place? 
Um, and, and who's going to be next to him? And how do they look? Because it's hard to gauge with Troy. However, it, it, you saw it with Chance Campbell early, for example, and Mark Robinson. Even against the lesser opponents, they stood out. They were in the right place. They were sure tacklers. We won't know what Troy Brown's going to be like in SEC play until Kentucky comes to town in week five, right? We won't know if it's Austin Keys or, or Sistrunk or whoever next to him how effective they're truly going to be in conference games. But watch them closely. Watch them closely on Saturday because you can still get a good gauge of, are they making the right reads? Are they good tacklers? Are they in the right spot? Are they blowing assignments? Are they getting? Are their eyes in the wrong place? That kind of stuff. That's something that you can still learn about, engage, even in a game where they are the better players. Are they in the right spots? Are they sure tacklers? Are, are that kind of stuff. Because uh, you could see that with Campbell and Robinson last year, even when it was the lesser opponents. You just knew, wait, that guy's always in the right spot. That guy's a really good tackler. Will we get the same feeling? I will be hyper-focused on the linebackers tomorrow as well. So like I told you, I've got a little skin in this. I've got, I've got Ole Miss minus the uh, the 22 in, uh, in this one. I, I do think it should be a pretty comfortable day. I'm curious to see what Cedric Johnson looks like in his new system now that he's the guy. Is Tavius Robinson going to take another step forward? Um, I am now a massive, massive KD Hill fan. If you haven't seen the video, I'm sure you have, but if you haven't seen the video after he was informed that he was uh, given the number 38, the, the Chucky Mullins Award, um, of him calling his mom, um, you, you got to go watch that video if you haven't seen it. Um just uh, incredible perspective. I mean, it, it's a 30-second look I- into his mindset, but that's all you need to know that he's a remarkable kid. Um, and for those of you that don't know, he's heavily involved in, um, like, off the field, like, volunteering efforts in Oxford. Uh, nobody makes him do it. He just does it because that that's, that's where his mind and his heart's in. He's really involved uh, in the community there. But, man, hearing him say... Uh, he's crying on the phone to his mom about, you know, he's, he said, I did it, mom. I, I did it. I won the Chucky Mullins and he starts tearing up and, and he says, um, but I've got more work to do. There's more to be done, but I'm going to wear it with pride. That's powerful stuff. I mean, my gosh, what a, what a remarkable kid. So I, I will be rooting for him uh, every time he takes the field because of, uh, because of something like that. So I'll be watching him truthfully, uh, truthfully, now, for no other reason besides I want a guy with his mindset and his mentality to uh, to be successful because uh, he deserves it, no doubt. So um, there's a couple things I'm looking for. Quarterbacks, obviously, wide receivers outside of Mingo. Who besides Jonathan Mingo will be a reliable wide receiver? Curious to see what the offensive line rotation looks like and will the linebackers look the part? That's what I'm watching for. Uh, so I will be back with you on Saturday. A post-game reaction podcast will be coming your way right here on this feed. And I will see you guys then. Enjoy your weekend. You deserve it. You deserve it. Football's back. And I'll talk to you guys after the game on Saturday. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.